Welcome to the MTB Tribe Podcast, your trail map for the world of mountain biking. And now, I'll introducing your host, Gareth Beckett. Howdy, mountain bikers. Thanks for being here, and welcome to episode 145 of the MTB Tribe Podcast. I am here to help you find out more about mountain biking, how to get out in the trails, keep you stoked and hopefully learn a little more about mountain biking and the people involved. So thanks for tuning in this week and thanks for getting involved with the podcast. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast and want to show your support, the best way to do that is by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on. Your ratings and reviews help the podcast get seen easier and hopefully will help get people off the sofas and onto the saddles. And that's what the podcast is all about, is getting people out there in the wild, getting them enjoying these trails and getting them out on their bikes. Now, I would prefer to grow the show organically and not make you guys listen to adverts you don't want to hear throughout the show. So your five-star ratings help massively get the show seen and out there to more people. So thanks for doing that. And please, if you want to help the show and show your appreciation, just do that. Go on to whatever podcast platform you use and rate and review the show. It really helps the show build. And we're going to try and build it over the next six months and get this thing out to more people. So uh, I need your guys' help. I need you to help me do that um, because, as I say, we don't use adverts or get anything like that. So your help is really appreciative and it really helps get the show out to more people. So just even share it with friends or family, anybody you think would be interested in listening to the show. So thanks for all your help. I really, really do appreciate it. Now, today's show is going to be a little bit different because I get asked quite a lot by you guys, the listeners, uh, a lot of different questions. But one that pops up the most is, what's one thing you wish you knew before starting mountain biking? And I suppose with so many new people getting into the sport now off the back of the COVID pandemic, I thought it would be a good question to ask past guests of the show their opinion on it rather than me just spurting on what I think but so I reached out there was a number of them uh, were very very keen to help out and share their thoughts on it so I thought it would be a good episode just for those guys to let you know what they were thinking before starting mountain biking um, and hopefully help you guys get into the sport a little bit easier not make the same mistakes that uh, we have all done in the past and there's a lot of different answers here. You'd be surprised. So some guys mention skills, bike setup. Other guys mention the gear you use. Some of the other guests talk about who to ride with, how to start, that kind of thing. So it's all good information. And um, you will be able to put it into practice and definitely enjoy your biking more. So let's get on to it today. Let's get on to today's show. And uh, we'll chat first of all with Nathan the Lizard McComb, and uh, Nathan's, uh, if you don't know Nathan, he's basically a legend in the Irish mountain bike scene. He's out in Malaga now. He's got his own guiding company out there and stuff. So very, very cool. Really good to get his answer to the question. So let's get Nathan on the show and let's hear what Nathan has to say about one thing he wished he knew before starting mountain biking. Hey Gareth, thanks very much for having me back and asking me this pretty pretty tough question i've been kind of scratching my head over this here for the the last couple of days as to the one thing that i wish i knew before i started mountain biking um it's a it's a tough one it's a pretty pretty tough question um i guess with me personally it 
it's kind of been a, a, a long time. I've, I've been riding bikes now for almost 20 years. Um, so I guess I've, I've learned a lot bit by bit and because I started so young it's kind of hard to say what I wish I knew before I started um, I guess if we're talking mountain biking specifically um, and not the not the whole kind of trialsy with the motorbikes thrown in and the whole kind of skills side of things with mountain bikes I would say I I wouldn't I wouldn't have wasted my time as much on old bikes, second hand parts, building up my own kind of custom build, if you will. Um but I guess at the same time it, it's hard to say that because, you know, budget was a budget was a big thing. Um, obviously I was, I was pretty young and, um, only really had part-time jobs here and there or pocket money. So I guess it was, it was hard to, um, just go out and get a brand new bike with all of the latest parts on it. So, um, yeah, it's pretty tough i guess i would that's the one the one big thing though is if uh if i was going and i was just starting out mountain biking now i wouldn't waste time with um build trying to get a, a cheap second hand bike or something that is uh ancient i guess you know something that is the the old uh, 26 cent sort of thing or you know even something that's a couple of years old that has been ridden by someone the likes of myself that is probably pretty worn out and beaten it just uh even whenever you service them it's just hard to get bikes to uh to feel like new again and to work the way they're supposed to work um i i i always I, th- I really appreciate the help that I get from from Vetus every year. It's uh, it's amazing to be able to be on a, a brand new bike every year, especially with me being here in Spain. And uh, well, whenever we are, whenever we're in in full season and we're actually uh, out riding our bikes every day here in Juro Malaga, it's uh, it's pretty crazy, and the 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 bikes go through some some beaten so it's uh, really nice to each year be able to get a, a new rig that that runs nice and silky smooth for the the rest of the season um so i guess that's one thing um if i was talking about mountain bikes specifically um if i was to give some advice to somebody who was just starting off mountain biking and uh getting into it I would say if they want to learn how to do something fast, first they have to learn how to do it slowly. That obviously, I guess, uh, decreases the risks of injuries and setbacks and breaking bikes and all of this kind of carry on. You know, it's uh, it's really nice if somebody, if they start off... Um, start off with the the skill set you know you, you've got to get the get the balancing right get the cornering at slow speed and then just slowly build up and build up and build up i see so many people that 
get into the sport because their friends do it and then they they try just that little bit too fast to jump right in there with their friends that have maybe been doing it for years and next thing you know they they've hurt themselves and they're they're in uh they're they're having to take a number of weeks off the bikes and so on and so forth so um yeah definitely take a step back uh maybe get some coaching but learn the learn how to do things slowly at first um get the techniques definitely i can recommend trials as being a massive thing uh, that has helped me along throughout the years you know i i had those years where i was um, practicing on little how to ride up onto walls or picnic benches and and things like that that then whenever i jumped on the mountain bike it meant that any little logs or rocks or uh, small furry animals that jumped out in front of me on the trail i was able to just hop and skip over and uh, keep it keep it going down the trail safely and smoothly and uh, as stylishly i guess or as with having as much fun as i possibly could so um trials is definitely a big thing for for me and i don't not saying to anybody to go out and to to buy a trials bicycle or anything like that there to go out and and uh to purposely practice it but um just whenever people hang around at fire roads maybe they're you know waiting for somebody who's faffing around we're all kings of faff in the mountain bike world or queens of faff um if anybody if you're waiting on your friends to mess about well jump on your bike and start track standing or uh try and see how how tight of a figure eight you can do without putting your feet down or you know try bouncing your back wheel around or doing little wheelies here and there and it's it's just all about having fun really at the end of the day and um each of those little two minutes that you're waiting for your friends very quickly add up to to half an hour or an hour's worth of practice that if you decided to go and just do yourself you know if you decided to say right okay i'm just gonna go and uh practice my track stands for the next half an hour you 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 get bored out of your skull within within five minutes of uh of failing but each little two minutes that you get you get to practice and then you figure something else out and the next time you go back to it you're kind of you're you're fresh in the head and ready to ready to keep going so that's uh that's i guess the one thing that that i would have always said uh or that i always wished well i guess i had years and years to to be practicing as a kid so uh, those are the times that you don't really get bored but anytime i see people now a lot of the they just want to jump on the bike and they go and ride they ride down a trail and they don't really think about it and whenever they get to the bottom they they just jump off the bike and and or, or sit there waiting for their friends and and that's about it whereas if uh if they use those extra two minutes here and there definitely definitely helps so um i guess those are the two big things i would say is uh don't waste your time on old equipment and stuff like this yes i i understand budget is a big thing but uh go for the the best equipment that uh that your budget allows um and practice 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 all of those little two minutes that you get practice start slowly and build up uh get the basics down and then go bigger and bigger and bigger until you have to go home (laughs) and so yeah 
Other than that, just get out and ride your bikes. That's the that's the big thing. Um, have time, stay safe, and hopefully everybody is keeping safe and well during this uh, these crazy times of the COVID nineteen. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're we're happy enough here in Spain. We're getting into the the hottest part of the summer. Uh, well, we're getting into the summer where it's getting hot, so it's uh, it, our our time on bikes. Thankfully, this would have would have been the end of our season now, if uh, if we had been able to to actually get out and ride bikes over the past couple of months. But uh, here, there you go. We've got a. It's tough for everybody, so um, yeah, we're just gonna enjoy enjoy our summer here and get ready and hopefully we'll be back in action come september of 2020 so yeah still this year uh september we'll start up again here at enduro malaga and uh yeah get to have some more fun on bikes so there we go thanks very much gareth hope that helps and i can't wait to listen to the rest of the episode um take it easy keep doing what you're doing good job and thanks very much thanks for that nathan some awesome awesome tips there to get people started and i'll have to do a few of those myself (laughs) even though i've been biking for quite a number of years um so the next person we have on the show is ram garung now ram owns his own guiding business in nepal called epic shangri-la adventures um so let's hear what ram has to say about getting started Hi Garrett, Namaste. Greetings from Nepal. Thank you so much for inviting me in the show. Hope you are doing well in this pandemic. We are still in the lockdown. Uh, things are going very complicated, but this will go away very soon. Yeah, as my childhood and schooling grew up in the mountains of Annapurna region, I never rode bikes before. I still remember the first time I rode bikes from the hill incline slope with my friends. They pushed me and I was rolling down at the bottom because I couldn't control. I had many injuries that day. <laughs> but a few days after, I continued riding again. So, uh, thanks for the question. So, I wish I, had, I wish I had good knowledge of body poisoning before I started mountain biking. Uh, before I started mountain biking, because it's very important if anybody wants to start a mountain biking, I think body positioning and braking is most important thing. So you can control your body and bikes in the same way. Also, additional, if you have like any mechanical, simple mechanical skills, uh, that would be that would be that would be a very plus point before starting mountain biking. So thank you so much. Hope this will help a little bit of uh, my answer enjoy your day have a great day thanks for invitation thanks for that ram i really appreciate it and i hope everything gets going there for you over your summer season in 2020 now i asked matt mooney from mtb fitness to come on the show as well it was great to get matt's review on this question his opinion on the question and uh you know, it's about being self-aware and not faking it and stuff. So let's hear what Matt had to say. I thought this was also very good for anybody starting out and, uh, you know, just starting the thing right and not getting too obsessed with it. 
Hey Gareth and to everybody listening, so first of all thanks so much for the invite to put something forward for this, I think the idea of the episode is really good. For those listening, I'm Matt and I have a business called MTB Fitness, so I help mountain bikers all over the world essentially get fitter, faster and stronger on the bike so they can enjoy riding more. So you've asked for one thing that I wish that I knew before I started mountain biking and to be honest I find it impossible to break it down into one thing, so I'm going to break the rules and I'm going to give you three things, I hope that's alright. So the first thing is that I wish that I wasn't so self-conscious when I got into mountain biking. I think I used to try and pretend that I was better than I was and get really embarrassed if I couldn't do a drop or a steep descent or if there was like sections of trail that really intimidated or scared me. And to be honest, like the people that I was riding with just could care less, like they really don't care. And I think that's something that a lot of beginner riders struggle with is that they look at other people sort of um, at the trails and out on you know in trail centers and out in the hills and they think that they think they're stupid and in reality you know no mountain biker looks down to a beginner we've all been there so if I could go back I would say I would try and not be quite as self-conscious as I probably was when I first got into mountain biking so that would be number one the second thing would be that I would try not to fake it until I made it so when I got back into riding I wanted to be fast so like an idiot, I thought, right, the thing I need to do to be fast is I need to just let off the brakes and just go for it, and I need to pretend that I'm a pro rider. So I used to head to the descents, let off the brakes, and I'd just go for it without any of the underlying skills of bike position, cornering technique, and I just used to fall off two, three, four times every ride. Now, after about six months, it actually ended with a massive crash where I ended up tearing a ligament in my in my ankle, pulled off the uh, rear neck on my bike, broke my wheel and just did a whole lot of damage to both myself and the bike. And I kind of realised from that moment that maybe I shouldn't be trying to fake it until I make it. And maybe in reality, I should be taking it slow and building it up bit by bit and and working on the basics. So that's the second thing that I would say is that I wish I tried not to fake it till I make it and just started slow and built up gradually. Which leads me on to the third thing, and that would be something that I did do, but probably not as much as I could have done, and that would be just to get some skills coaching. Because it's absolutely invaluable to ride with somebody who's specifically there to help you improve as a rider. They'll look at what you're doing, they'll film what you're doing, and they can just point out your mistakes for you. And they can also tell you what you're doing right as well, so then you know... Um, I remember I had some sort of skills coaching about 18 months ago when I was nervous about drops and he looked at my technique and he said your technique's spot on like you can build it up that's fine and that then gave me the confidence to think oh you know what I am doing the right thing here I have got the right technique maybe I can go on to those bigger drops so coaching will help show you what you're doing wrong and teach you how to do that and it'll also help tell you what you're doing right and help you sort of keep doing that even more and give you the confidence to know you're doing the right things so there you go i like breaking the rules so i brought the rules here there's three things that i wish i knew before i started mountain biking or when i started mountain mountain biking if it's all right cheeky plug for you if you're listening to this and you want to hear more about mtb fitness or you want to hear more about me check out the mtb fitness podcast and and also you can go to the website mtb.fitness and mtb fitness is all over social media on facebook and instagram if this isn't all right gareth just delete it all right thanks so much everybody enjoy the rest of the episode thanks for that Matt I do appreciate your input to the podcast I hope everything's going well there for you
Now let's get Paul Judd on the show. Paul is the owner of 67 Factory Racing and when he was on the podcast previously he did chat a good bit about bikes he used to race back in the day. His answer here is about bike suspension and I think it's very interesting and, and maybe something you don't have to really think about as a beginner or something you would probably think you don't have to think about but as Paul puts it you're best going to a store getting your bike set up getting the suspension set up and wherever you buy the bike from they should be able to help you with that for sure it's very interesting getting the bike set up correctly from the start you know so just don't think because you're a beginner this is something you don't need to do it's good to have this kind of thing set up ready for you to go get the person the salesperson in the bike store to talk you through it how it works what kind of thing you're looking for why you do it the way you do etc so it's a great answer here by paul so let's get paul from six seven factory racing on and chat about the one thing he wished he knew before starting mountain biking so in answer to the question what's the one thing i wish i knew before starting mountain biking that's a tricky one for me because i bought my first mountain bike in 1986 um i actually can't remember that far back and uh what i wish i knew from back then but having ridden mountain bikes for the best part of 34 years showing my age um i'm going to say suspension setup um even uh, as a beginner the suspension setup is so critical to having that perfect ride um making that ride as best as it can possibly be so i think suspension setup even if it's it's just down to set making sure that the sag is set up and obviously any reputable um bike shop will help you set up that sag um before you take the bike home so um yeah obviously getting your sag set is uh is important and then obviously when things get a little more um you get a bit more in depth then obviously you've got to start thinking about your rebound damping compression damping rebound speed things like that and you know you, you again you could ask at your local bike shop um i'm sure that the mechanic in there or any of the guys working in the shop probably ride and it can help you with setting that up um on top of that um tire pressures um uh, making sure you've got the right tire pressures and i just think even from beginner right through to advanced riders um it's um you know i think it, it would just make those first rides that much better so that's my answer suspension setup okay cheers gareth bye thanks for that paul a really good tip there for sure and um, it's something i wish i had been doing at the start as well you know rather than just setting this thing up at whatever setting and just rolling with it and forgetting about it it's something we need to check regularly so thanks for that information now let's chat a little bit about gear because Yari was on the podcast obviously previously as a past guest but Yari's advice is a little bit different. You know he talks about being fit, trying to keep your fitness at a level and using good riding gear. He finds it so much nicer if you're using good riding gear, you're comfortable, it helps you ride, it helps you enjoy your ride, helps you stay out longer, everything like that. So let's get Yari on the show, let's hear what he has to say. Now Yari 
has travelled the world. He's he's a really really top guy. He rides his bike non-stop, so you can believe in the stuff that he's telling you here about riding gear and how important it is. So just don't go cheap and stuff like that. You know, you get what you pay for, kind of thing. So let's hear what Yari wish he knew before starting mountain biking. Hey hey hey! Hi Gareth, and everyone listening. Thanks for having me once again on the MTV Tribe podcast. Hope everyone enjoys and learns as much as I'm as I usually do listening to Gareth and his podcast, interviewing people from all over the world, talking about a lot of different subjects on mountain biking, cycling in general, a lot of interesting people and good ideas everywhere in the world. Really nice, really good to to hear it. Well, Yari here from elyari.com. Just another weekend warrior are as many of you guys may maybe that listening to the podcast i have my own blog uh trying to keep up to date with the latest news on enduro racing all over the world focused on spain because i used to live in spain for 15 years now living in dublin ireland and also doing all the media coverage for racing in ireland and well trying to enjoy as much as possible Riding my mountain bike daily if possible. Doesn't matter if it rains or not or whatever. So, let's get to the point. Now, uh, Gareth is trying to get us answering. What's the one thing you wish you knew before starting mountain biking? Hmm. I give it a shot, of course. Not, I will not jump in immediately and just answer without, without uh, thinking and... Uh, the moment you, you you know when you get that question, you can jump in, jump ahead immediately and uh, get up at the bike or get this. Or get, but it's really about when you're starting. So something that you want to know or you wish you knew when you started mountain biking, somebody told you from the first day or, you know, if I could travel back on time 15 years ago, when I started mountain biking on, on in Spain, when I got to Spain for the first time in 2015. Uh, so, there are things, but uh, on my blog, for example, I have interviewed a lot of riders and pro, no pros, amateurs, all kind of mix. And one of, I, I ask a similar question, more than what you wish to know, is like, what you will tell people starting what to do and to 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 get better on the riding or whatever and a lot of them or most of them say have fun so th- this is a good this could be a good question a good answer sorry like have fun whatever you do have fun but also this can be applied to anything you know if it's the typical if you're doing a work that you don't like no like are you having fun doing what you do for eight hours or more hours per day during all your life? So maybe you want to double check, check that. Or if you go, uh, whatever, swimming, uh, running, if you go to whatever, any sport, so that can can apply everywhere. And some people already may have that mindset, you know, like I'm going mountain biking, cycling, road cycling, whatever. Uh, I'm going to have fun. So, Mm. Another thing that comes into my mind also, it would be maybe, you know, 
be fit. Not like you don't need to be Alberto Contador or Indurain, thinking on Spanish well-known cyclist, uh, or you don't need to be Richie Root or you know Sam Hill or uh, Brent Brent the Do- Brent Dog or downhill stuff like that. You know you don't need to be CrossFit master or whatever or push I don't know how many kilos on the on the bench. Just be fit. Just go ride. As often as you can. If you have kids, okay, you cannot ride dailies. Or, but try to squeeze that one hour. One hour. Okay, go ride 10 kilometers. That's good. Tomorrow, 10 kilometers more. Tomorrow. And then the day you go riding with your group, you will enjoy it a lot more. Because you will need, you will not be so tired on the climbing. And then when you go down, you will enjoy more going down. Because you are less tired. You're, you can react quicker to any mistake. You can, you know jump, I don't know, pull the handlebar, do this, pump, whatever needs to be done. But again, BFIT, this can apply to any sport in general. If you want to get better and enjoy it and have fun. So one thing that really time to time when I'm talking with friends and talking with some other people and stuff, that comes into my mind and it's not like the typical get a better bike, get a better bike, you know. Not not always you can get that. You know, the prices that usually are you have on on the on cycling, you know, several thousand euros or euros USD whatever your your country uh you're buying a bicycle. So not not mm, more thinking on the quality of the apparel, you say on the apparel, the clothing or the uh, things you are wearing on you just a really uh, really quick sample helmet I remember I started with a Decathlon helmet that I bought in in Spain yes it fits yes it will save you it will save your head if you crash but it didn't fit like really well, so it's either it was like a bit bigger than necessary, so I needed to, you know, tighten it, but it was not tight enough because the system to hold it on your hand is not so well thought. And 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 the, then I sweat a lot when riding and in Spain. Of course, it's really hot. Then all the sweat coming down to your into your face in the middle of the ride. That's not the best thing to have when you're riding is really uncomfortable and everything. I don't know. I I was riding with that helmet maybe a couple of years, something like that. And then one day I said, okay, I will get a, a, a new helmet and enjoy it and, and see how it is. And then I went, I went to the local bike shop and they had several helmets there. I said, okay, let me get, let me try this, this, this. I ended up buying a Giro helmet. Basic Giro helmet, nothing fancy. Not we're not talking about 200, 300 euros, nothing like that. Talking about I don't know, don't remember right now, but 80, 70 euros, something like that. So it's not a crazy big amount of money. Oh man, the first day I got that on the, my first riding with that helmet fits perfectly. No sweat on my face. I can tie really well the, the 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 helmet on the back of my head and really adjust it. Uh, 
lighter. So everything. It was so good. I had it for like two, three years maybe. Then I I remember I had a, I had a big crash. I cracked it. My head was okay. Perfect. For no perfect. And then I got a full face with the chin removal, the casco. The, the, the brand is casco with two S's. It seems like casco in Spanish. Helmet is casco in Spanish. And that was also really good. So from now on, yeah, then well, started. So talking about the same in general. If you ride it, for example, here in Ireland, I came to Ireland. I already knew about this. And of course, um, the first thing I did, I had good quality clothes, but not for Irish type of weather. Like it's really rainy and really windy. In Spain, you can get cold. You can ride with near zero in winter in some places. I used to live in Mallorca, Malaga, in the mountains. You can get really cold, even some snow some days. Not much, but some some snow. So I got like good quality clothes for cold, but not for wind, windy, rainy days. Constant rain, like here in Ireland. And muddy, so you get wet. Not just from the top, from also from below. So I get, Im- I got immediately a very good, really good riding riding boots from Shimano, the ones I, I decided ended up buying. Really good pair of gloves from Gore Gore-Tex, like three layers, totally waterproof, windproof. The boots I got it on an offer for like 140, 130. The gloves I got it for like 35, something like that. So we are not talking about really crazy big amount of money. And man, I can tell you that the difference on the riding, just like night and day, you know. Without the good good quality clothes, you will be riding like you will not enjoy it. You will not enjoy it. Your helmet will be tromping down. Uh, if you don't have gloves, get gloves immediately. If you get like shitty gloves, they will... Like, you know, and your head that, that will not feel comfortable. Shoes. Be sure to have the good pair of shoes that fit your uh, your feet correctly. That they are the cleats. If you're using cleats, be sure that they are well adjusted. Uh, if you're riding on, on really wet terrain, then really wet areas, then get a good rain jacket. That will save you so much time and they will you will enjoy so much more the, the, the riding. That that would be an advice that I will I started riding with like first four, five, six years. I was riding with that just normal clothes, you know, for I had this from my basketball days. Okay, I have this from uh, when I used to go someday to the gym. I will put this T shirt, I will put this all sweaty, all in the in the uh, when it was cold, I was cold. When it was hot, I was hot. So it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So get the right amount of clothes, right uh, type, good quality clothes. Spend on one, two pieces of really good quality of ten instead of having ten different ones that at the end will not really solve y- your issue. So you buy what you get. So some some things you really need to. Spend a little bit more and you will enjoy so much more your riding. And that's my 
main advice. That's what I'm gonna tell my myself if I could travel back on time to 2005 when I started mountain bike bike in Spain. Thanks, thanks Gareth and everyone that was listening. I think I got, I took a lot more time than I expected. Cheers, bye. Thanks, Jari. Good advice, mate. And for sure, you know, cheap padded shorts don't work. I can assure you that. So don't get suckered down, folks, to buying cheap padded shorts. Get yourself a good pair. Invest in them. They are so, so important and they will make your ride so much nicer. And the days afterwards as well. Now, top guest of the podcast, Killian Callahan. You will know Killian for sure. He's one of the top dudes in Ireland. Killian was on the show in the past, and obviously, if you go to the show notes, mtb-tribe.com, I'll link where all the guys were in the podcast and stuff, so you can find out more and listen to their past episodes. But Killian sent me in a reply via email. He didn't record anything, um, but again, total Killian fashion. I love it. And uh, I'll just read out to you what Killian sent in. So he said, I can't think of one individual thing to say to anyone getting into mountain biking other than stay away from Lycra and stay off clip pedals until you can do the basics and fundamental skills of riding a bike before getting onto clips as they will only create bad habits otherwise. Thanks for that, Killian. And yes, good advice, of course. Um, I don't think you want to be going up the mountain bike trails or going to the trail centre uh, head-to-toe in Lycra. Yes, it will work for you, but the majority of the other bikers there won't be wearing Lycra. So, you know, just have a look around, see what your friends are using, see what other guys are using, and um, by all means, if you want to wear Lycra, go for it. You know, I have nothing against it. But uh, Killian's obviously chatting there about being comfortable in the crowd kind of fitting in and uh you know just feeling that you belong there some some people some beginners have an issue with that have trouble with that at the start so that's good advice the other thing Killian's saying is the clipless pedals where you actually clip in to the pedal so you're kind of attached to the pedal those can be very tricky initially to get going and to understand and remember because you're thinking of so much stuff braking handling position on the bike and when you have to stop quickly or you maybe lose a little traction on a corner you, you want to naturally put your foot down if you're clipped in you're not used to that that sometimes can be very difficult to unclip and get out put your foot down in time so what Killian's saying is don't go on to clip this pedal straight away. Just use flat pedals, normal flat pedals. Now, obviously, get a good set, get a good set of riding trainers as well with a stiffer with a stiffer sole, something like five tens or ride concepts, something like that with a nice stiff sole for the flat pedal and good grip, etc. But he's also saying that the clip this pedals will create bad habits when you initially start on them, and yes, that would be true um, because you will find that. Your upstroke of the pedal, you can create power as well that way. But that's a bad habit to get into, and you really want to be starting on clipless or, sorry, on flats initially just to stop bad habits. The other thing clipless will do is it makes the bike a little bit easier to bunny hop, to lift the front wheel, to lift the rear wheel, that kind of thing, because you're clipped into the pedals. So you can use your legs to kind of lift the bike. And that's a bad habit because it's not the most efficient way to do that and if you're 
wearing flats, if you're using flat pedals, you can't do that. You have to use your body positioning, your weight distribution to do that kind of thing correctly. So that's what Killian's talking about there, about creating bad habits. So certainly good, good advice. Stay on the flats until you feel you're confident enough to look at the clipless thing. Now, by all means, you don't have to go clipless. Not everybody runs clipless pedals. I don't use clipless pedals. I come from a BMX background. I feel flats are just more comfortable for me. I just feel more comfortable on flats. It suits my riding style a little bit better. So by all means, you don't need to go to clipless pedals. Don't think you have to at some stage. But if you are wanting to go that way, then certainly make sure you're comfort, you're confident and you can ride the bike to a certain level where you feel you don't have to be thinking about all this other stuff that's going on and you can clip out quite quickly. It's something you want to be able to do really without thinking. Um, so it does take a little bit of practice, but you'll get the hang of it if that's the way you go. So, Killian, thanks, dude, for getting in touch and for sending in your response to the question. I really do appreciate it. I hope everything goes well for you this season, bro. I know it's been a, a slow one so far, but uh, keep doing what you're doing. Your social stuff's awesome, and um, I'll speak to you in the near future. Now, let's get another guest on the show. This is Maggie from Sid and Maggie, who have their own YouTube channel. They have... Um, and a board game now out called Send It, which is really, really cool. They were on the podcast quite recently there. Again, go to the show notes. You'll find out their episode there. They're professional mountain bikers, Sid and Maggie. They're a husband and wife team. Um, Maggie, come on the show just to give us an answer to the question. And it's a very good one, I think. You know, he chats about riding with people who have just started themselves. So they know what it's like to have started quite recently they know the hurdles you need to get over the things you may struggle with so this is actually quite a good answer mikey and sid have obviously started mountain biking as well they met through mountain biking etc so they know this kind of stuff they're around mountain bikers all the time they're professional riders as i say so they know this gear and, and this was a very very good answer from mikey so let's get him on the show let's hear what he had to say and see if it's kind of suits what you're thinking as well Hi guys, this is Mackie Franklin. I'm a pro mountain bike racer and YouTuber from Taos, New Mexico in the USA. And I would say my biggest piece of advice is to learn how to ride from other people who have learned how to ride recently. Um, it's much easier if you were there recently to kind of remember like, oh yeah, this I found this really hard or like I found this frustrating and, and having those people around you to sort of get you into it and walk you through it can be really, really helpful. Um, I would also recommend not learning from your significant other. It is much easier to take advice from somebody who um, is not your special someone. So go find some friends, go find some friends of friends, um, go ride with them, and just remember it's all about having a good time. So have fun out there. Thanks, Maggie. Thanks for that, bro. And I hope the board game's going well for you. And I hope the season gets kicked off soon and you can get back on hitting those trails and doing what you love. So thanks so much, dude. Now, next up is Maya, Maya Atkinson. Now, Maya is a legend again in the Irish scene. She's done so well for herself and I'm sure she is killing it with this racing season, not being started and not getting going so far. Um, But Maya gets back to the old basics. You know, keep it fun, enjoy the climbs, Realize what you're out there to do is have fun, ride your bike, 
And uh, it's so important. It's something we sometimes forget. We get so involved uh, in being faster, being better, you know, pushing ourselves all the time. Because a lot of these, a lot of us mountain bikers are quite competitive. You don't have to be. It can be a social fun thing every Sunday. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But you may find you get a little bit more competitive as you get into it. But as Maya says, keep it fun. Enjoy it. It's what it's all about. And I do totally believe that. You know, if we can enjoy it, keep it fun, you know, we'll enjoy the whole thing just uh, so much more. So let's hear from Maya. Let's hear what she has to say about what she wished she knew before starting mountain biking. Hello, my name is Maya Atkinson. I'm a part-time student and World Cup racer. Uh, The first thing I wish I knew before I started mountain biking was how much fun it could be. Uh, I was quite lazy as a child and I didn't really enjoy climbing up those really big hills, cried pretty much every ride I went on. But once I like got used to it and like accepted that that is part of the sport, it really opened up a new lifestyle for me and I had so much fun just being on my bike. Thanks Maya, thanks for that and I hope all is good with you in 2020 and I hope the race season gets started for you very soon. Now, next up, let's get Robert Lynn from freewheeling.ie on the show. Now, Robert has been on the show a number of times. We do the Irish review stuff with Robert, and he's a big, big character in the Irish race scene. He's so, so good. Go over and check out freewheeling.ie if you haven't already. You'll get loads of updated information there about what's happening in the race scene, race teams, everything else in the Irish side of things. Um, definitely a great wealth of information there. So go check out freewheeling.ie. Now, Robert's been on the show, as I say, a number of times. We do the Irish stuff. We cover the Irish race scene um, on the podcast with Robert. And uh, his answer to the question here is very good as well. It's something I think we touched on a little bit in some of his past episodes but it's really good advice and I think once you get to a certain level and you're happy to push yourself a little bit I think this is a really good way to go you will see yourself improving so fast if you do something like this so uh, let's get Robert on to chat about it and let's hear what he has to say Hey Garrett, it's Robert here from Freewheeling Uh, One piece of advice I'd have would be don't be afraid to go and ride with those faster than you Okay, for sure. Don't maybe take somebody that's pro level and try and keep up with them, but somebody just a little bit more ahead of you, tag in with them and go for a ride. Um, simply is you just pick up on what they're doing. You see where they're breaking or sometimes more importantly, you see where they're not breaking. You get um, a good insight into line choices and how to keep flow and pump a section. Also, if you're in a group, give a lead out every once in a while and That'll just push you on a little bit more too. Thanks, Robert. Great advice. And uh, yeah, certainly it's something I will hopefully be doing a little bit more in the near future once I get back out in the trails. And um, I'll maybe hook up with yourself. First time I do that. Try and keep up with you. (laughs) Thanks, Robert. Thanks for that again, bro. And uh, hopefully everything's going well with you. Now, on the topic of riding different trails, we got Luke Appleby on the show. Now, Luke's from Nartec, um, who produces his own kind of bike protection, GoPro mounts for helmets, all that kind of stuff. Go check them out. The stuff's really cool, Nartec. Uh, they make it all in-house, all bespoke stuff, so it's very, very cool indeed. A really, really interesting company, and I think they'll do great stuff over the next few years. Now, Luke talks about riding different trails, 
you know, experience in different kind of conditions, that kind of thing. And again, I think it's really good. It's really good advice and different from everything else that we've heard here. You know, and it's important, I think, and it's a beautiful thing we have and the same around the world. A lot of the trails are different. So don't think that because you ride one trail that all the other trails are the same because they have different aspects. Some are faster, some are more flowy, some are very rooty, some would tend to be quite wet a lot of the time. You know, so you have different conditions which require different riding skills almost. So look, touch chats about that. And I think it's really good info. And it will improve your riding so much as well. You know, you don't just get stuck on to being really good on manicured trail centres all the time. And then once you go on to natural stuff, which is a little bit wetter, looser, with roots, the odd sniper rock and all in there, you're out of your depth. You don't realise how you ride it. And you do have to ride these things a little bit different. So it will improve your skills throughout big time if you can go to different trails and hit up different trails and also it keeps the thing more interesting you're not on the same trail network all the time different scenery different people and it's just nice to you know to throw things up a little bit and uh, make things different and change things around a little so it's pretty cool so let's get look on and let's hear what Luke had to say about riding different trails and why he thought that would be good to know that before he started mountain biking Hey Gareth and listeners, it's Luke from Nartech here. I hope you're all doing awesome. The one thing I wish I knew when starting out was the importance of riding different trails and different terrain. There's so much diversity in the mountain biking world, locally to us and beyond. And if you can ride gnarly downhill, rocky descents through to bike park gap jumps and drops, rooty, flowy, loamy sections and everything else in between, it means that you're going to get the best out of your mountain biking experience. So if your friends call you up and you're going to go to a new area, a new place, a new bike park that you've never been before, but you've got those skills in your back pocket, that means that you're going to have the maximum amount of fun and enjoy the experience as opposed to going somewhere with not really being used to riding that type of trail or terrain and not having a great time. Plus, you're going to have more fun. The more stuff you ride, the better it is. Hope that helps. Keep shredding, guys. All the best. Thanks, Luke. I appreciate that, bro. Thanks so much. And I hope everything's going well with Nartech. I know some of your new products are looking amazing, man. You're doing great work there, so keep it up. Now, let's chat a little bit about racing. Now, if you're just new to mountain biking, this is something you maybe are not that interested in yet. But one thing evolves to the next in mountain biking. And if you do feel you want to go racing or get involved in the enduro scene, which is very social, it's a very social aspect of the thing, very nice you can go out with friends there's no pressure no you know so if you do feel you want to go down that way that's awesome because monica mixova who was on the show in the past episode races she races she loves her community she loves the biking community and she has a lot to say about racing and how it has helped her actually progress and when she initially started racing she just loved it. She got hooked. And that's what really got her hooked on mountain biking and, and took her to the next kind of level, if you like, when she got involved in the race scene. And we chat about this on Monica's podcast when she was on the show. Um, so let's get Monica on the show and let's hear what she has to say about going racing and why you should get involved in that. Hey, everyone. This is Monica from episode number 137. And I always hear from people who just started mountain biking, that they're enjoying it and they would like to get into racing but they're always afraid that they're not fit enough or good enough or not fast enough. 
it doesn't matter. My advice is go racing. You will learn so much from one race weekend, I promise. You just find your local woods, your local forest where you ride, and there's always some local little enduros for beginners or just female only. So sign up and you will overcome the fear of doing something new. You will realize that everybody will help you, that the whole community is so helpful. You will meet amazing people and you will realize that you can't be race fit. It's not a thing. You can be fitter than you were or less fit, but it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter how fast you are. Just go and sign up for some race and you will enjoy it so much and you will learn a lot. And I wish I started racing earlier because the amount of things I learned in one season racing was just nearly unbelievable. So go racing. Thanks, Monica. Great advice. Thanks so much for that. And uh, yes, it does certainly make a big difference when you start to go racing. You know, you're more involved in the community. You get involved with more characters. You meet more people. And um, yeah, it's just awesome. It's an awesome, awesome scene. And we're so lucky in Ireland here to have it. And you have it in the UK as well, obviously, that uh, the scene is so friendly, uh, so welcoming. And if you are new to it, you can certainly go there, have a, you know, watch uh, an event for the weekend or whatever get some advice off the riders it's that kind of community it's very family based um, so thanks for your input to the show Monica I do appreciate it now let's chat with Chris Brown now Chris he's got a big trials background okay and he's relatively new to the mountain bike scene but when he did come in he just took the place by storm he was on podiums he was right up there every time he just converted all his trials skills onto the mountain bike and it didn't take him very long indeed so chris was on the podcast a while back but uh, again chris chats about racing about the mtb community and how that has helped him so much and why the community is so cool in mountain biking and why he thinks that has helped him get better and improve on the mountain bike so fast so let's get chris on the podcast and let's hear what he has to say about what one thing he wish he knew before starting mountain biking Hi everyone, my name is Chris Brown. I ride a Monrig or Foxy for Norm's Bike Shop, supported by Production Services Ireland and Edgar's Electrical Wholesale. I think the one thing I wish I knew before starting mountain biking was just how good the community and the vibe is around the whole sport, to be honest. I made a decision to walk away from motorcycle trials a year or so ago now, which had basically been my life, competing for Ulster and Irish Championships and on the international stage for Ireland, but I was fed up with it all after this being my life for what 20 odd years so after after that i was ready to walk away from two-wheel sport in general but mountain biking just kind of sucked me back in after buying a second-hand bike and getting out riding with a few local lads here who live near me these lads are now good friends that i spin with a few times a week and talk to on a regular basis and along with them there's so many more amazing people that i've met with in the last year who i would now call good friends it's just basically a big family, the whole mountain bike community. And if you get down to your local trails anywhere, you'll meet up with people that are just passionate for the sport and are more than willing to show you the trails and pass on any advice that you might need or want. With regards to the sport and what your interests are, even when you're racing, which I found this year, everyone is willing each other on to do well and you're going to head the head with them and someone's cheering you on that you're flipping, going to be in the results again so you're going to be first and second or a few seconds off which doesn't happen in very many sports 
So I'd tell anyone that whatever their ability is just to get out there and make the most of what the sport has to offer. And even just stick entries in for a local race somewhere as they're only going to be as serious as what you make it. Like it can just be a weekend's crack in a new venue that you've never even rode your bike for with your mates. And what's what's wrong with that there? You might, you might as well do it. So in a nutshell, I think everyone has to start somewhere. So you might as well get out there, enjoy being in some of the amazing spots that your bike takes you to and that this country has to offer and have a huge smile on your face and basically just repeat that every weekend and carry on from there. So I think that covers the question or my take on the question anyway. Chris, thanks so much, dude. I appreciate you coming on there and sharing your thoughts on the question and hopefully it will help get more people on the bikes and get riding. Guys, thanks so much for your input into the show and for getting in contact and letting us know the one thing you wish you knew before starting mountain biking because it's quite important and hopefully it gets more people out out in the bikes with a little bit more confidence knowing that it will take a little bit of time to get used to certain things and for their confidence to build but we've all been there and the cool thing is the answers are all very different in a way you know uh, yes there's certain themes in there but everybody looks at something differently so it's something to remember that when you're starting, you see things different. You're maybe good at certain things, not so good at other things. And your friend who's starting with you may be the opposite. He may be good at this, maybe bad at this, but it just takes time. And, you know, an underlying theme here is just get out and ride. Just get out on your bike. Experience as much as you can. Experience different trails. Get good riding gear. You know, ride with friends, ride with people a little bit faster than you when you get a little bit of confidence. Maybe look at your suspension setup, look at your bike setup a little bit more. Don't be scared to spend a bit of money on a bike. All these things, you know, you get what you pay for type of thing. And I think that's important because remember, a cheap bike is a cheap bike. It won't be set up properly for you. The components won't be as good. They won't last as well. They won't change gear as well. The brakes won't feel as good. You won't be as comfortable, as confident in your braking if you have a cheaper bike. It's good to spend that little bit more. The geometry is better on more expensive bikes. It's just more thought out in the design process. So you will overall have a nicer ride, have a more confident ride and enjoy yourself more at the end of the day. You'll enjoy getting on the bike more often because the bike is set up properly. And the same goes with what Yari said about riding gear. You know, get good stuff. Uh, Don't get cheap stuff because it doesn't last, it doesn't work properly. Give back to the mountain bike industry. You know, spend money on the brands that are supporting the racing, that are supporting the industry. It's important because these brands pump money into athletes they pump money into trail networks building new trails maintaining trails and just all that kind of thing that goes hand in hand so it's always nice to give back a little bit that way i hope you found that episode interesting it's a little bit different from for the podcast there has been a lot of people getting in touch regarding that kind of question you know, what's one thing you wish you knew before starting mountain biking? So I thought it was relevant to get this out and let you guys hear what the other riders think. A lot of these guys compete at a high, high level. 
Sid Magnier Professionals, Killian Professional. So, you know, it's it's really good to hear from these guys. These guys had the same issues as you. You know, when they started, they had the same issues as you. So it will just take a little bit of time. You know, and don't think because in six months you're not hitting gap jumps and you're not doing this and manual and over all these pump tracks, it takes time. Just realise that it takes time to get to a certain level. So just be patient. You will get there. Consistency is the key. Get out as much as you can, but enjoy it at the end of the day. Just enjoy what you're doing and enjoy the ride and uh, you will find it so much more better and you will progress a lot, lot quicker. So that's a wrap for this week's episode, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for tuning in. And if you want to support the show, the best way is by subscribing, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Every one of your ratings helps, boosts us on Apple's algorithms and helps spread the good word about the show to more people. Now, if you're not on Apple, don't worry, we're on all the other good podcast platforms, so please rate and review us on those, if you will, and help us build the show that way. Now, we also have a website, mtb-tribe.com, where you can find the complete back catalogue, listen and download every show. You can also subscribe there and get one email per week with a quick and easy link to listen to the show. Now, if you want to know more about this week's guests, just go on to the show notes. You'll find them at mtb-tribe.com and you will find all their past episodes on there. And if you click on each individual episode, you'll be able to listen to it directly from the website or on your platform app, whatever way you're using. You'll get more info there on the show notes and links to their videos and their socials and everything else so if you want to get in contact want to find out more what they're doing want to ask their advice and more stuff get in contact i'm sure they've been more than happy to help now you can also get involved on social media we are at mtb tribe on instagram and facebook take screenshots and help share the show it always helps folks and uh, if you want to get in contact with me you'll get me at info at mtb-tribe.com or just PM me on socials and I will get back to you. I do read all messages and I will get back to you. So thanks so much for being here this week, folks. It was a little bit of a different episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. And for those just starting out, I hope it helps you get out on the bike and enjoy your ride that little bit more. So until next week, folks, have a great time, enjoy the ride, go on the trails, and as always, stay MTB stoked.